Morning, morning, everyone. Hope you're all well, folks, wherever you are. Morning, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. A few of the early birds already <coughs> up and at it. Good to see David, Brendan. Morning, morning, morning. Kylie's there. Chris, how are you, mate? There's Tim and Luke and Kevin all the way from Florida. Howdy. And uh, Marcus. Marcus is there somewhere. Oh, there you go. Facebook. Morning. You made it in person. Awesome. Good to see Marcus on the train from Mitchum. All right. Well, thanks for joining, folks. Good to see all of you online this morning. Uh, there's Deb as well. All right. We've got a decent crew uh, on uh, on the call this morning. Good to see you. Most of you know this, but Jason Witten's my name. If you're new, say hello in the chat. Let us know what you're up to, where you're dialing in from. But uh, welcome along. We do this each day. We try and sort out a little bit of fear from fact. What's going on in the world of property investing, the real estate market? Try and keep ourselves on track. Because you know what? We've chosen to use real estate investing as part of our wealth journey. It, might, it won't be the whole piece, but it'll be a good bit. Uh, and for some of us, it'll probably be the main piece, right? Main piece. We want to make sure we don't, uh, we don't stuff it up. So uh, each morning we try and do a bit of that, sort out some of the facts from the fear and ignorance that uh, unfortunately floats around now and then. So welcome, folks. Good to see you. Good to see you. Good to see you. Well, this morning, I thought we might talk a little bit about uh, uh, the supply chain. How broken is it? Supply is broken, and uh, you've heard me talk about it probably ad nauseum, and it's probably worth uh, diving into a little bit. Uh, I saw a few articles, so it sort of tweaked my interest again about how are we? What are we doing? What's the big, uh, what's the big holy grail? What's going to save us? What's going to get us back on track? Um, well, I don't know. Let's see. Let's dive into that this morning. Morning, Donna. Good to see you. And uh, Bryce, howdy, mate. So, interesting going around, folks, um, this supply conversation. Now, the government is at all... Nah, the government's lost. The government's lost. They have no idea what they're bloody doing. they got no idea. They don't know uh, their ass from their ear when it comes to this stuff. Um, uh, and sadly... I don't think they're going to get uh, get on top of it anytime soon. But they put, uh, you know, some interesting things in their budget. You know, hopefully we can do this. And, you know, the the idea is to do that. You know, that's all wishy-washy terms. Oh, we're going to deliver another million homes. No, you're not. What a bunch of bullshit. Like this, you're not going to do it. And uh, the, I'll, I'll, I'll show you guys why. We've never fucking delivered a million homes in, in that period of time ever in, in our recent history. Anyway, I'm fired up about this stuff. But check this out. I saw this article um, in the in the Fin Review. Thought it was worth talking about. What is this question here? Uh, what it's saying? Uh, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? Uh, not only have we got you know pretty serious migration and immigration going on uh, in the world of uh, you know Australian property, so that's certainly putting lots and lots of you know, pressure on the rental world and ultimately that'll put some pressure on the world of uh, investments as well. But, uh, you know, 
immigration's only one reason. What do you guys think there might be another reason going on? And it's probably, it's an interesting one. It's kind of a, you know, a, a double layer to this. Chuck it in the chat if you think you might know. There's Chris. Hey, Chris, how are you, mate? Good to see you. Morning, Alison. All right, put it in the chat. Other than the supply issue and the population increase, there's a few other things. There's one other thing going on right now uh, that's quite interesting, quite interesting, um, that might, you know, be part of this challenge problem issue um, um, uh, as we're going along. Donna's got a question here, interesting question. Donna, does anyone know how much cash immigrants are allowed to bring into the country? Well, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I don't know the exact number, Donna, but I do know there is things like a visa where if you buy a business, you know, you bring in $2 million. Like, you know, it's it's pretty interesting how people can get in here. Yeah, intergenerational wealth for sure. Chris, we talked about that yesterday. Uh, not enough council allowing land zoning. That That is one thing that's actually needs to be fixed up. Um for sure, Tim, for sure, that certainly will. Um, and again, there's, you know, when we talk about a few of these things, it's not just one thing. Oh, let's build some more properties, folks. Because um, you can see, you can see the complexity of, you know, trying to get this thing up to speed, right? Uh, it's not going to happen. So, you know, what's happening right now, there's a conversation um, in here that um, the average household size, folks, the average household size, um, and if you look uh, from the past, the size, the number of people per household, per household, folks, fell to sort of around 2010, right? Um, and it sort of stayed steady-ish for a while. And uh, at this point in time, the one-person household, one-person household, not, and this might change again when it comes to, you know, the cost of rent and the cost of money. But right now, you know, we have, um, you know, one of those times where the number of one-person households is pretty significant in our marketplace, folks. You know, and we saw the line here sort of trending upwards and then, you know, along came COVID. So people sort of moved back in together and, and things like that. So interesting, not only... How do we have a construction issue? We've got a population increase, all right, a population increase, folks. Um, the number of people living per property, per house, is shrinking. And if you look over here, if you look over here, that has that was a trend pretty significantly um, over, over time. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's going to continue. It's going to continue in that way um, as we go along. And uh, what else is sort of driving that? Well, you know, you have a look at certain cities, you know, places like Hobart, you know, Canberra, Darwin, um, you know, Sydney, Melbourne, uh, Brisbane, Adelaide's kind of staying the same. Adelaide's probably the only one that hasn't, I am putting a lot of orange there. It's not a really good color, but you know, um, Adelaide's kind of the only one that stayed a bit flat um, when it comes to one-person households. So we've got this issue, folks. We've got an issue. We've got a challenge. Um, and uh, um, young parents living with um, – young adults still living with their parents, you know, 
that uh, that's going down, thankfully, for the parents as well. So interesting. What's that doing for all of us? You know, we can see into the future there is a shortfall. And depending on which statistics you look at, depending on who you listen to, depending on what you're reading, you know, it's the everyone agrees. Uh, the numbers vary depending on which way you look at it. Everybody agrees, no matter who they are, that the supply chain uh, is broken and it will take a long time. Uh, we talked about that yesterday, five to 10 years to repair that um, issue. Now, there's another thing right now, and I'm, I'm going to talk about this in a minute. There's something going on behind the scenes that the government believes that oh, we'll fix all of these issues, all right? Um, and uh, if we have a bit of a look at this, uh, folks, this is the supply at, to the end of 2022. Now, if you have a look at the things under construction and then you look at the next bit, right? So these, these ones, the ones that are marketed, the ones that are, you know, to be sold or um, uh, these under construction. So the ones that landed in 2022, and this is kind of apartments are the only place you can, or medium density, let's call it medium to high density dwellings, is the only place you can really supply a growing city, folks, right? Now, some of us old people <laughs> uh, don't want to live in apartments, but the majority of young people are absolutely happy. I've got um, some young investors, sub 40 folks, they don't understand why you would buy a house 35 kilometers from the CBD, right? I've got investors, young investors, youngish is sub 40 young. <laughs> uh, there you go. They live in um, Sydney and they've invested around the country, done very well. And they looked at me like I had a second head when I'm saying, yeah, 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 buy a house for some land content, 30 to 40K from the CBD. And they're like, who lives there? Who lives there? Who, who, why would I hate, hate that idea? Anyway, well, I'm getting distracted here for a second. So, folks, look at this. When, tell me in the chat, 40 is the new 20. You're dead right, Alison, especially if you live at home until you're 30. Uh, the average age of a uh, first home buyer, uh, these days is like 38, folks. Holy shit, 38. Anyway, there you go. You might be right, Alison. 20 is the new 40. 40 is the new 20. So anyway, Jason, get your question out. Folks, see these properties here that were under construction in 2022. When were they started? You know, now, um, some were, you know, some were completed. Uh, and somewhere under construction, right? When do those properties get started? Tell me, how many years ago? How many years ago, folks? They were completed uh, or under construction in 2022. 2022. How many? How many, folks? Yep, dead right. Two to three years ago, folks, those properties were started. And have a look at the ones here. This is our problem. The ones that are in marketing, right? The ones that need to get sold. Yeah, you're probably dead right, Chris. The planning started, you know, three to five years ago. Three to five years ago, the planning started. So here's the drill. See these ones here in marketing and, uh, you know, plans approved and plans submitted. These properties will be at least 
three to five, if not five to seven years away. And these properties in the plans approved state, 30 to 50% of the properties are being shelved because the pricing and the sales and the finance have absolutely polaxed the future supply chain. A lot of colours on it, big crosses, nice and red. Um, you can you get the point, right? Here's the government solution, folks. Here's the government solution. Let's do this. Let's just get let's give let's give international companies uh, tax breaks that you and I as investors, local investors, don't get. It's an absolute bullshit as well. You know what? What an absolute kick in the teeth from the government. You know what? We're going to jam you. Uh, as a property investor, because for years you've been helping us uh, supply the market because we're useless at it. Uh, and now, because we fucked it up, right, uh, we're going to give uh, these big companies tax breaks that you won't get as a property investor, but we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna put our hands in your pocket and we're going to give the money to uh, international companies. What a joke. What a joke. And here's their joke, right? We'll give tax breaks to to international companies and some Australian companies, by the way, but it's still offensive, to go and build build-to-rent houses, right, um, housing. So tell me, folks, this is a rhetorical question anyway, how is it uh, giving a company some tax breaks to build some rental properties going to fix the market? It's not. It's not going to fix the market. How does that bring more uh, properties for owner-occupiers to market? It's only going to make the property, the ownership market, worse. Is that how you spell worse? I think it is. Anyway, it's going to make it worse. It's going to make it worse. What has happened right now, I know a number of developers and builders that we've worked with in the past who couldn't make their properties work for you and me as regular buyers or owner-occupiers or investors. They've sold it. Uh, to a build-to-rent property developer who's got cheap money, uh, discount interest rates and uh, tax deductions galore compared to what we would get. Uh, and now that those properties now are locked away. They are being taken out of the market for 20 years. 20 years, folks, that that supply is not coming to market, not coming to Australian Australian owners, right? But here's the drill, right? How are they going to build it? You know, how are they going to build it? We've had uh, more builders go broke than we've ever had before, right? 28,000 new homes delayed, uh, supply chain, construction issues going on, um, builders going bust. We've had over 2,000 um, builders in the country go broke. 20... 20 of those builders are some of the biggest builders we've ever had in Australia's history, like building 28,000 homes. Uh, Porter Davis, folks, I think it was 100,000 100, homes or something like that. Listen, um, yeah, and it won't come to market exactly. And built to rent doesn't fix the supply chain. All it does is cater to a small portion of the rental market. That's not fixing supply, folks. Matter of fact, it's taking what I would call true supply out of the market because you and I 
owner occupiers aren't going to have access to those properties. Like they're not. They, you can't go and live there as an owner occupier. You can't, can't get on the property ladder. You can't get your slice of, you know, ownership. Anyway, I'm pretty pissed about that. Right. So here, here you go. What else is going on? We are at decade lows of existing properties. Alison was talking about it before. You know, um, you know, try and keep the capital moving. Right. You know, why won't people sell? Like so the listings, the average listings are down um, on decade lows uh, and probably beyond, right? Um, so nobody's reselling their properties to list because there's nowhere to move to. There's no quality properties to move to. Uh, tell me in the chat, all right? So we talked about the intergenerational wealth um, stuff, right? Um, where's uh, somebody put that in there before? I think it was uh, Tim or uh, one of the crew, right? Intergenerational wealth, right? Chris, Chris put it in there. Intergenerational wealth. All right, right sizing and downsizing. Tell me in the chat, you're, uh, you know, you're uh, a baby boomer or a retiree or whatever. You're going to downsize. You're going to right size. That's the new word for it. You're going to downsize or right size. Downsize or right size. All right. What type of dwelling, folks? What type of dwelling usually do the downsizes or the right sizes like? Like. You know, what, what type of property, and I, I see this all the time, what type of property do they like? Well, I can tell you they love good quality apartments, uh, uh, units, and sometimes townhouses, right, because they want to simplify their life, right? They want less, so, uh, less maintenance. Exactly. You can lock it up. You can leave, you know, et cetera. So tell me. When you sell all of these brilliant locations to a build-to-rent company that takes that takes that those locations and that supply out of the market, what like these people aren't going to downsize or right size, are they? And the turnover is going to be less. It's going to get worse. Okay, it's going to get worse. Population's going up. You guys know this. Now it's not linear. Uh, that's for sure. But imagine that, folks. Imagine we're going to go from, at, at the moment, we're at sort of 26 million people, right? Uh, and let's say go by 2030, right? 2030, the, project, the, the, the projection is 30 to 31 million people in Australia. 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 In, in Australia, right? So where are we now? Right, the uh, and we need more people in the country for jobs and other bits and pieces. Right, that's that's pretty obvious. So the population's absolutely going gangbusters. The number of dwellings completions, you know, are down compared to the population which has gone up. Um, what's going on? What are we doing? Like this is the trend happening for us, folks. And you know, how long is that going to be hanging around? Well, it's going to be hanging around for a long time because look at this. Look, check this, check this out. All right, let's have a look at a low point here in um, September uh, after the GFC. GFC kind of polaxed um, everyone sort of late um, late two thousand and nine. All right, we had a bit of a slowdown over that period of time because these things had to come out of the wash. So we had a low here in both housing and apartments in sort of 2011, 2012. And let's have a look at our high of production, which was ruined, by the way. The high of production was ruined by 
you know, APRA and politics again, right? So it it took from 2011 to 2017, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, six to seven years, six to seven years for our supply chain uh, in the past of recent times, okay, of recent times to go from a low to a high. And we need the highest, we need the highest right here. If we could produce at the highest we've ever produced before, which is not going to happen, folks, we wouldn't even catch up to the shortfall that we have right now. Right, there you go. Um, Anyway, so how broken is our supply chain? Well, it's totally broken. And see these here? See those houses there? See those houses? Delayed, delayed. So this is going like that, and if you average those if you average those four years out, well, it w- it'll go like this. That peak, right, uh, is going to be disappeared. Uh, it's called mean reversion, okay, because you've got a valley on the other side of that uh, because builders, uh, house delivery, et cetera, has gone down, right? So we've got a problem. We've got a challenge. Uh, you know, what's going to happen? How broken is our, our supply chain, right? Six six to seven years if we're lucky to get it back on track okay there you go you know five to ten um they're not going to build a you know a million homes it's not gonna it's not gonna happen they absolutely got their heads right up their crackers right um it's not gonna happen it's unlikely it's not gonna and it doesn't matter who you do even the government boffins will say that we're going to be in five years, it's at least 100,000 properties short. In five years, at the rate we're at now. So how many properties can we deliver in a year? Thirty to 50,000 dwellings? So in five years' time, how, ma- how many more people, folks? Remember the little population projection? How many, how many, how many more million people are we going to have? Uh, even in five years, we're going to be 100,000 properties short. 100,000 properties short. And we've got some, you know, interest rate issues right now, construction supply issues. How broken is the supply chain? I think it's stuffed. Um, it's broken from a supply demand point of view. Uh, what does that mean to us, folks, as property investors? Uh, if you're on one side of the ledger, which is the uh, – uh, the demand side or the ownership side, uh, you're in a better position than being on the other side, which is not owning, right? Interest rates have gone up. It's pushed the ability for people to own further away because, you know, now their buying power has gone down, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, there you go. What's the takeaway from today? The takeaway is that the supply chain, um, yeah, um, yeah, exactly, Tim. Try and find registered land to build on. Almost impossible. Um, takeaway is, folks, if you are a property investor and you've been sitting on the fence because of interest rates, don't. Do not. Do not. It's actually a lull in purchasing right now, especially for um, 
you know, second and third purchases for your investment portfolio. If you can do it, you should um, because matter of time, 12, 18 months, 24 months, whatever it is, interest rates will settle down, inflation will settle down, whatever. Those are the two things on the edge out there that are holding back the market right now. And it's not even holding it back. Some of it's even already going. So, you know, there you go. Anyway, <clears throat> that's it from me. Done and dusted. Wealth Coffee Chat over and out, folks. Uh, thanks for hanging around today. Even though it's bleak from a supply point of view, that actually plays into our favour as property investors and owners. So there you go. All right, folks, take care. Wealth Coffee Chat, done and dusted. You guys be good. Have a good weekend. Join me next week for another Wealth Coffee Chat Monday. We'll kick off again. Look forward to seeing you guys. And remember, a couple of sayings around here. This thing's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take for you and I to build our portfolios. You know, buy something well, don't sell. I don't like the idea of uh, giving money to the government when they don't deserve it. So there you go. All right, folks, you guys take care. Be good. Have a great weekend. Bye for now.